great. Okay. Um, we still don't have a theme song. We do. Don't. Oh, I was like, oh, is that the theme song? It could be. Welcome to airtime. <laughs> yes, we do need a theme song. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to airtime, the artist in residence podcast at Dance Place Radio. I am one of your 2022 to 2024 artists in residences, uh, Robert Wolfter, and I am joined by Franya Lee Anderson, the other artist in residence for 2022 through 2024. Uh, and you have a show. There we should just like cut right to the show. chase. You have a show next we week. We should just get to it. Yeah. I have a show in a week. Oh my. How are you feeling? I'm feeling the way that I think you often feel before a show. Mm-hmm. A little swamped and frazzled. Yeah. A little like, oh my goodness. Moments of like, <gasps> yay. And then other moments of like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The full, right? the full roller coaster. That's normal, right? <laughs> That's normal. It's nice. It's wonderful to have those peaks because sometimes those peaks aren't there and it's just what are we doing yeah so yeah i'm glad you're having some highs there are some highs yeah yeah um how big is the cast that you're working with for the show yeah so i'm working with four dancers dance artists and three musicians mm-hmm. yeah so it's us yeah yeah okay seven yeah yeah. And it's April 1st and 2nd. April 1st and 2nd. Friday, or um, Saturday night. Saturday night. Sunday at 7 p.m. Yeah. And then Sunday at 4 p.m. Okay. And what's the show titled again? It's called The Light Sessions. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. I don't know how you will feel after the show. But, sure. But my show was in January, mm-hmm. and it felt really nice to be in the space and feel like, oh, I'm a dance place artist and resident. I am doing my show at Dance Place. Like, yeah. It was very, very nice. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. I'm excited to just like to kind of be in it. And honestly, to be, to have an audience. Mm-hmm. Like I just, you know, that's, that's, that's part of the process for me too. Mm-hmm. And so the process has been, you know, rich and has, has had its ups and downs. And it always feels like it gets more refined the more people become involved in the process. Mm-hmm. And so I think the performance is part of the process. And so I'm just curious to like, you know how it is. Like, did that land? You know, yep. is that funny? Or, oh, I didn't think that was funny. Right. <laughs> and now you're They're laughing. laughing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then you yeah. and then you revisit it. We are like, okay, well, apparently this was funny in a way I yep. didn't anticipate. So yeah. am I going to change it to lean into that or am I going to lean away and yeah so and this needs a beat and oh okay so yeah. that kind of thing yeah um yeah so, it it does really suck to have like a two show run to have like such a short yeah. stint not that it's dance place's fault it's regular yeah but like that you know musicals get like three mm-hmm. week runs like mm-hmm. they get produced through all of this extensive testing and previewing and everything oh yeah and and yeah. I'm feeling that same, like, oh, this was really valuable to be in front of people, and I'm excited to keep working. Mm-hmm. It sucks that we didn't – it sucks that there's now, like, not dead time, but time before the next iteration. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, oh, I had some fun ideas that second night. It would have been really good to have yeah. a third night, maybe a fourth. Yeah. I mean, I I have a little bit of a background in musical theater, 
And I remember that was always the fun part. Like when you had those like three month runs. Yeah. And then it would get extended. Yeah. And, you know, you would start doing little things. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm going to try the line like this. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going <laughs> to, you know, just a tiny thing and yeah. realizing that maybe the audience responded or sometimes it was an inside joke with mm-hmm. the cast. But still, it it was this kind of like regenerative practice it keeps it live and it kept yeah it was so live and sometimes you come backstage and you'd be like oh my gosh the audience on you know such and such a number they've never responded like that i know maybe it's a so that is the part i think i'm missing Mm -hmm. in this process is the sort of like okay two nights yeah (laughs) and then it's done and then like you said you have to kind of go back into the cocoon of process Mm -hmm. and do do more work so i don't know maybe we can push for I don't know, four Extended shows runs. or like two weekends yeah. next year. Um, do you have a particular memory of being in a production where you made a choice like that and the audience or the cast made a choice or mm. something, some some moment that like clearly was the moment? Yeah, it's all a blur now, mm. like all the different shows are like yeah. um, blurred together. But I do remember doing, I don't know that this was necessarily a choice, but (laughs) I do recall being in a show where, you know, you know, the guy I'm like with at the time, so I'm with a guy, we're in his bedroom, and he goes too far, Mm -hmm. and I have to be like, you know, no, stop, kind of thing. And I can't remember how I delivered the line, but it must have been a very different type of delivery because, long story short, my brother screams in the middle of the show, like, get your hands off my sister. Oh, from the audience. From the audience. And he had seen the show before. So, so it was just kind of a strange... Something was charged. Yeah, so I don't know. So there was there was something about that moment that yeah. was, like, charged that maybe res- like felt more real yeah. than some other mm-hmm. delivery of my response to this inappropriate touch. Yeah. Anyway, I just will never forget that. But that yeah. was a long time ago. Did you did you feel more in the moment? Then, I did. Or just, okay, I did because it was one of those things where I was an understudy and then was going on. I mean, we can talk about understudy life, but yeah. understudy life, which I've done a few times, or like swing life. Yeah, it's hard life mm-hmm. because you have to learn everything, but you don't get as much run time as the person who's doing the role. But then now the person's out for two weeks. Mm -hmm. And so now you're doing the role every night. As though you've been doing it this whole time. You've been doing it forever. As far as the audience is concerned, it's like, oh, there's an understudy. So I do think that was a situation where I do remember having been in the run for a little bit longer of it. So maybe like the fifth or sixth time I was doing it Mm -hmm. for that week. And so it felt like I was in it. So I don't know. I mean, I guess my line just wasn't believable the last time my brother saw it. Yeah. <laughs> but that night he was like, oh, no, this is real. Get your hands off her. I have never um, – I've only been, like, understudy once. Mm. And I'm actually shocked that I've now told the story twice ah. in the past 24 hours. Oh, wow. Okay, um, I need to hear about this. It's not an interesting story. It's just a, it was a stress dream story that that keeps popping up for me. But every understudy story is an interesting story. But go ahead. <laughs> but I uh, it was in high school at North Carolina School of the Arts, okay. and I was in the ballet program, and it was the end of year production, mm-hmm. and I was understudying someone, um, and I could not tell you a single step <gasps> of that show. Are you kidding? I didn't know 
Did you ever have to go on? No, I did not. That's the that's the like Okay. Um two roads diverged. Like I could have I could have been called out. I could have <laughs> really failed. Um but I was not called. Uh and so I yeah, I I told the story last night too cuz I have a stress dream where like Oh, where you The other the other route is taken and like oh they needed me to go in and I had never run it with my partner. I had never I did not know anything. I had like not I already knew I was leaving the school at this point. You were over it. So I was so absent. Um, so that's the only time I've ever understudied. And I was apparently really bad at it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know that I was good at it. I just remember that there were three particular shows and particular times. Mm-hmm. And it's actually nice to be reminded of this because when I think about it, I'm just like, how did you do it? Like, how yeah. did you? And at one point... For one of them, being an understudy is one thing. You, at least the way I understood the difference between an understudy and a swing, right? So, like an understudy, you have a role. Like, yeah, <laughs> you, you have you, you are you focused have one on the role, thing. You're focused. There's one person that you're kind of shadowing. You know what you're supposed to do um, for that person. And when you're watching, you can, you know. I think the most stressful part about that was being you had to be there often. So you were on call or you were there. Yeah. And so, in a matter of minutes, you could have to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was a swing one. So I was an understudy once for a version of Holiday Heart that happened at Arena Stage eons ago. Mm-hmm. And then I was a swing for a production of Children of Eden that happened at Ford's Theater and then t- did some off-Broadway stuff with it too. But I was a swing. Mm-hmm. And so that means that every female role except yeah. for Eve, I had to know. I mean, it was just... That's... It's just like... It's, so, it's impressive. It's impressive to be able to do that. I've never, how? I've never been tested in that way. So. Yeah, you don't want to be. And I, and I honestly, like, I remember going in. Really, wasn't that many times. I think I maybe, maybe ten times over the course of like a three month run. Mm-hmm. I had to do other folks' roles, and then sometimes, oh, that's not true. Maybe a bit more, but the ones I can remember. But I say all this to say it's a blur. Like I can't remember. Yeah. You know, it's not like I remember the time I was on the stage. Like, I don't yeah, I got my moment. I had a moment. No, I was literally in a dream. Like, Just, yeah. no one else could tell. They thought it was fine. But it was literally, I was probably in shock. Yeah, you were just, just like fully processing hit your mark, the whole hit time. Hit your mark, hit your mark, hit your mark. And then, mm-hmm. of course, you have the support of the cast that's like, yep. here's your mark. Like, yeah. over there. Um, Horrible. In our last, in our last episode uh, that came out in January we talked about process and yes. and the kind of process we like to be in and how we like to create work mm-hmm. um, and the kind of process we like to facilitate if it's yeah. our own process. Um, and now that we're talking about being on stage and, and mm-hmm. being in a fugue state on stage, what is your, um, <laughs> do you, what is your, what is your preferred way to be on stage? Mm-hmm. Do you enjoy like for yourself, let's say, this could be about your upcoming show, April mm-hmm. 1st and 2nd at Dance Place or not. Um, but do you like to have the awareness of every spiked spot? Oh, interesting. And you know you're hitting the marks. You know the things. Or is there... Yeah. How much space do you like to have around you? And you're not necessarily talking about physical space. And yet you are, but you're talking more about like room to make different choices. Room, slightly room, different choices. Yeah, room, room to choose, room to, to yeah. play. I mean, that's something that I'm really trying to discipline myself in. <laughs> because I, 
that's what I mean by like performance being part of process for me because I'm like, oh, it just doesn't feel right to go uh-huh. over there. Like, I know that's where my light is and I know we did that yesterday, but it just feels like I should be here and then here. Uh-huh. So obviously, you know, with respect for folks who have put in everyone's, time. Everyone's design. Right, to <laughs> design and to help facilitate this world that you're creating. Yeah. If you said you were going to sit in the chair, like, <laughs> I got to sit in the chair. <laughs> but there's that part of me, you know, I'm that person that's like, okay, I know I sat in the chair last night, mm-hmm. but let's talk because it just feels like yeah. I need to be standing in front of it and then walk forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really been working to <laughs> discipline myself to stay within those parameters as much as possible. Yeah. Still with some room to play. But to answer your question, basically, I like a little bit of room to play. Like, I can hit my marks, yeah. but it's still you know like, them. I know what they are, but it's yeah. like, but it just felt right to stop and touch that person on the shoulder first, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. kind of thing. Do, you, uh, do your collaborators, do they have the same... Does your chemistry on stage involve them having the same level of play? Oh, it's Or great. do you feel the freedom to play because they are, like, the kind of people that want to be Yeah, this is ready. great. I think it's a little combination of both, right? Like, I think um, even in thinking about this particular work, mm-hmm. the first section is designed to feel a bit more regimented. Okay. This is where we stand. Uh This is what we do. And then we do it again. What do you think? Right? Mm -hmm. And then the second portion is designed to feel a bit more organic. Okay. And I'm hoping that that comes through in that way and not like it wasn't a choice. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, they just didn't get around to this part. No, no, no. It really is designed. And so I say that to say that I think that the folks I'm working with you know, so one, working with musicians mm-hmm. and, you know, shout out, love to all the musicians. I'm a musician too. But I do think that living in the world of musician and living in the world of dance, the difference that I see mm-hmm. is that dancers generally prefer to be really clear about like, what's the mark and what am yeah. I doing? And musicians do this kind of thing where it seems like they learn the roadmap mm-hmm. and then in the moment, you know, they may want to go over here yeah, <laughs> and then come back to yeah. the roadmap a little bit. Um, so that's been really interesting, you know, trying to manage those different types of energies mm-hmm. in the same space. Yeah. You know, and with that said as well, I think that the dancers and I'll have to, I'll have to check in with them. But I think that they enjoy having parts where it's very clear, like this is where we are and Ronnie Lee's going to play where I'll actually be like, don't watch me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I might be over there kind of thing. Um, And then other sections where they're really playing and I'm the one that's holding a place or Mm -hmm. like holding a thing. Yeah. And they get to play a bit. Cool. So cool. Yeah. I'm really excited to see it. I'm really, really excited to see it. Yeah. Uh, How does this work? Sorry, it's a week out. So I just really want to know about all about this work that's coming up. Um, But how does this work sit in your like, broader mm-hmm. um, repertoire mm-hmm. of like lineage of works. Like, is this is this an investigation of something that emerged from a previous work? Mm-hmm. Is this further investigation of something that you have been like chipping away at? Yeah. Is this out of left field? Yeah, mm-hmm. where, if you, if you were to look at your 
your scope of work. Yeah. Like, how does this, what is that, what's that roller coaster look like and where are we? Yeah, where are we? I mean, I think when I look at the work I've made over the past couple of years, so I'm thinking specifically of Black Madonna and Miss America and then of Kings and Queens. Um, you know, in both instances, I was really interested in music, live music alongside movement and text. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I like storytelling. It doesn't necessarily have to be narrative. It doesn't have to be linear. Yeah. But I enjoy hearing the spoken and then participating in the spoken piece, but then also the movement mm -hmm. and then also in... Um, the pieces with music as well. And so if I if I look at sort of that breadth of things, I think in some ways this is a continuation of exploring, mm -hmm. of exploring that um, and still experimenting with that, mm -hmm. experimenting with how you move in and out of those worlds. And also for this iteration, I think maybe the left fieldness would be letting go of anything that's linear, you know, and thinking mm -hmm. about it being more like thinking of it being more circuitous. Like mm -hmm. it, it doesn't have to, oh, well, then this happens and then smooth transition into this thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so the transition is still there, but it's a transition that allows for me to be human, allows for the collaborators to be human. Yeah. So it might include like having a glass of water. It might include, mm. y'all are just gonna wait for a bit because we're actually tired. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, this. I think theater, and it's beautiful. This is one of the beautiful things about uh, live performing arts, right? Is that it makes things look easy. Mm -hmm. But I think that's also one of the dangerous things about live performance art. Yeah, It makes it look easy. So then that's why people are kind of like, well, I mean, do you really need that much funding? Or, mm -hmm. well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't really understand what's happening there. And it's that play of like, <laughs> oh, well, the liveness makes us feel, makes audiences feel connected mm -hmm. to the person in front of them. Mm -hmm. But if it's too simple or too, um, if it looks too easy, mm -hmm. then it's sort of removing that humanity of it. Of mm -hmm. like, oh, look at this beautifully executed thing where you're not mm -hmm. seeing the, the effort involved. There was no effort. So there was this, no labor. Yeah. You know, they're not even sweating. They're not supposed to look like they're sweating. But like, what if you are sweating yeah. and you take the time to be like, I'm, I'm sweating. sweating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was hard, that, you know? <laughs> literally the first, um, the opening night of, of the show in January with Molasses after the first number, I was so thirsty. I had the <laughs> driest mouth and I had to deliver a monologue. And I like, all I could do was just say, sorry, y'all, I need water. Like, can anyone please go get me water? It's not part of the script. It's not part of the show. Like, oh, wow. I, I love it. I just actually... <laughs> Some water to continue, and and that set the tone for the whole thing. That I was like, yeah, like absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna be real with you. Yeah, I am so parched. Yeah. So, so I'm definitely playing with that more in the second half. Yeah. Than the first, right? right? I'm sort of. 
I don't think it gives it away at all because, I mean, hey, I'm still figuring out what it is. Mm-hmm. But I think the first act is very much like playing with that. This is simple. This mm-hmm. is easy. This is so. This is so. And the second act is like, ha, that's really that's cute. Not- the world we really want to live in is where we tell you that this is hard. And so now we're going to take a break. Yeah. You know, and we invite you to like just chill out and rest with us. It's okay. Nice. You know, yeah. so. What's happening? What does that mean? What it, what was that? Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like nothing. It's just it's just another song. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna do another song. <laughs> I'm gonna have some water. Yeah, Wait, is that cool? Yeah. So sort of playing with that, which again I think is again these two worlds, right? Because I do think that there is there can be a, a high sense of like drama and theater in a vocal concert. There can be that, mm-hmm. and that we've seen that. And I think that that is fabulous, and I love that part of it. Yeah. Um, but then there also is the more cabaret-style, you know, like, mm-hmm. mm, we're going to do that again, because that was not, let's start. Yeah, let's everyone start back to over. one. Yeah, back, back to, to one. one. <laughs> Audience, what do you think? You know, or I wrote this song when, that kind of stuff that, yep. that feels a bit more um, organic and human and again not that the first section isn't but anyway playing yeah. with those things yeah. yeah amazing do you have a favorite moment in the show mm, and you don't have to describe question. it like as in giving it away like no, no, no spoilers but is is are there things that are really important i mean yes important to you but yeah particularly. I, have a, I have a few yeah that's good i mean i think i have i have one favorite moment that I haven't seen yet, right? That's like in my head. Mm. When everything gets wheeled in and we set it up, I think, yeah. you know, it's like, oh. I, I I imagine how it is going to feel. Yeah. And I'm holding on to that feeling and to also what I'm seeing, mm-hmm. knowing that it might be slightly different, but yeah. like I'm excited about being in it. What you've set up, the mm-hmm. scenario that you've The scenario, I'm like really imagined. excited about that scenario that I've imagined. Yeah. Um, and then there's, you know, one or two moments in the beginning where I'm like, I wonder how that's going to land. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited about, you know, response or no response, but yeah. just the fact that it's something that I expect to land in some way. Yeah. I may not know in the moment how it landed, but. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. God, why do we do that? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Like, why do we do this? Uh, anyway. <laughs> because we are called. Yeah, it feels I, like that a little bit. I'm really, um, where I am right now is feeling really creatively engaged mm. and satisfied and curious. Um, nice. In a way I never, I don't think I ever have before. So I might actually be, I might actually be learning why this is important to me mm. in real time. I love it. Um, in a way that I was like, yeah, I've told my parents I was going to be a dancer when I was four years old and and I Mm. have been a dancer since I was four years old. But like beyond that, there's never been, it's just been like, you know, this is, this is just the thing that I do. Mm -hmm. Um, And sort of in an un, um, uninterrogated way of like, yeah. yeah. And and right now I I think I'm really feeling the, the importance of it or the, the impact of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. I mean, I think, I go through these, you know, through different phases. And thinking back to the, when we were talking about the musical theater, I remember there were times when like, I know I was maybe dancing and maybe 
not performing a whole lot. And by that, I mean, like, maybe I had three performances for the year, but, like, I didn't have something. Yeah. And I would say, even in high school, I would say to friends, I'd be like, oh, my God, I need I need, a, I need a performance. I need a process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. I need a process. I was sort of fiending for, like, a process. Yeah. I need a process. I need a thing. You know, I'm not going to be happy if I don't, if I, there's not a thing. Yeah. Um, and so I, I feel that less as much now and more in this sort of, this is what I do. It's a part of my life. I'm going to be making stuff. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, how sometimes maybe this doesn't happen to you and that's great if it doesn't. I don't think this is going to happen after this show because there's so much I still want to, like, play with. Uh-huh. But sometimes, you know, when you're loading out <laughs> the theater, you're just like, why? Or no, when you're loading in. It's when you're loading in. Uh-huh. You're loading in. You're lugging the stuff. Some people are helping you, of course, but there's still things that you're going to have to bring in or, like, this yeah. needs to go here or whatever. And you're like, why do, why do we do this? Why do we, why do we, why do I do this? And then you're doing it. And you're yeah. like, this is why I effing do this. Yeah. This is why I do it. You know? And then afterwards you're like, all right, when's the next? <laughs> when can I get back in the studio? Or when can I get back in yeah. the thing? So at least for me, I'm always going through those like sets of emotions mm-hmm. throughout the process. And that's, I think if I ever get to a point where I stay in the, <laughs> like, I'm in the performance part of it yeah. or process, and I'm like, why do I do this? Why do I do this? Then that's a problem. Yeah. But I think moving through those steps. That's that's the momentum. Yes. Like, it, it's it, it's stagnant if you're in just one of those places. Yes, exactly. And so, like, they all rely on each other. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I'm not sure what I was going to say. That's no, fine. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> uh, it's all good. No, going in, going into the show, um, do you have any like rituals for yourself, mm-hmm. even just right before curtain goes up, or if it's the week before? Are there any anything unrelated to the production itself? Unrelated mm-hmm. to you got low battery, yeah. Unrelated to the actual production itself, what mm-hmm. are there things that you do to care um, for yourself to get ready to be there that you oh, need yeah. that just happen? Yeah. I mean, I do have, like, meditation and prayer that I do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I try to set intentions for myself that go beyond the work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this going into this week, it's gratefulness. Because, you know, the week before. <laughs> Crunch time. <laughs> absolute chaos and there, it's chaos and there's you know, there's, there's always a thing someone calls and you're like yeah. i'm sorry what mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um and so then it's like it's easy to not practice gratitude for the things that are working out like the things yeah. that are happening as they should yeah and so i often at least for the past couple of um iterations or shows have been like no 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 that week proceeding Mm -hmm. your mantra is gratefulness that's what you're going to be focusing on the week leading up to Mm -hmm. so that's one of the things i think you know i generally am always trying to get good sleep (laughs) but (laughs) but um definitely like leading up to especially when you're relying on you know there's so many other moving pieces but if you're going to be speaking and singing and dancing and ringleading like and ringleading. even just off the stage like constantly 
handling. You need naps. Yeah. You need naps. I mean, your instrument, this is your instrument. Like, mm-hmm. you're walking around with it. Yeah. So I think that's something I try to be mindful of, um, especially in the days, the week leading up to, and not feel guilty. You know, like, how dare you take a nap? Do you know how much you have to do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And yep. it's like, yes, but I won't be able to do any of those things if I don't take this 20 minutes or this 30 minutes. So, yeah. Yeah, that feels um, part of the current conversation culturally of like mm-hmm. resting. If you if you are planning to maintain a high level of performance, yeah, it's a thing. You need to rest, and not even performance as in like stage performance. Yeah, performance at a task. Yeah, <laughs> like, period. Your job, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, you gotta uh, rest. That like downtime. Um, yeah, I found recently. Um, I may be finding a new process for myself. Mm. And that process, uh, <laughs> listeners, this will involve drug use. So turn it off Get it. if you want to turn it off. Get it. But I have found lately that clearing an afternoon, mm-hmm. smoking weed, mm-hmm. putting on music, and then cleaning the house mm-hmm. does something. Mm-hmm. For like unlocking some problem solving skills of mine mm-hmm. and like ideas for things that I want to work on. And that has um in the last since since the show, as I've tried to think about like great close chapter or you know, put mm-hmm. a put a pin in that chapter and and you know what what is the next the next thing. Um I found that I'm really enjoying that sort of because I, I really like to plan. I really like to sit down and write notes and have iterations and drafts and think about it and all of yeah. that um, very deliberately. And now I'm in a spot where I'm just kind of creating space. Yeah. And that is both restorative and restful and really creatively satisfying and productive. Yeah. So I'm finding that right now, which is nice. No, that's really nice yeah. to be able to hear to be able to set aside time to listen so that mm-hmm. you can hear. Yeah. Totally. And the sauna at the gym. I mean. I, I I now will stay in the sauna for a while just thinking. Mm. It's good. I it's love nice it. to have thoughts. It's nice to have thoughts. <laughs> to make time to like think. Yeah. 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 Is there anything is there anything you want to share about the work? Anything you want to share about where you are? Any struggles roses and thorns of the production or yeah i mean i think the biggest thorn is being like not you can't really see all the pieces coming together until production week in some ways yeah right yeah um and the way some of the the props i'm working with and and the way that i'm utilizing or we're utilizing the props you know you can't bring them in until mm-hmm. <laughs> the week of, like, yeah. you know. So it's that sort of thing. And I think also letting go. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be what it will be at this point. Yeah. Not in a negative way. Mm-hmm. You've done the preparation um, and being in charge of yourself in terms of preparing. Yeah. Right? And not being able to control how everyone else is preparing and trusting that they're doing trusting the team what they need to do yeah 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 that it comes together are you um are you finding that manageable to trust 
the team? Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard because, so for instance, I have, you know, I have rehearsals with the dancers and then I have separate rehearsals with the musicians, musicians. and then I have rehearsals with the musicians and the dancers, you know. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know that I say it's hard. I do think, I'll be honest and say, I do think that we all have different levels of, what's the word? Like, I'm a little A-type when it comes to, you know, like I'm a little yeah. like, you know, like I'll do it a hundred times before I feel like it's right yeah. kind of thing. And I think sometimes other folks are like, I've done it 80 times. I'm good. Yeah. I got it. You know, and I'm like, but do you? <laughs> yeah. Maybe a few more times. Yeah. So I think that's all. that's also really interesting. But I think one of the lovely things about having a a group of people that you're working with mm-hmm. is that your energies like level each other out, I think, in performance. Yeah. Right? Like it's that way in which you watch dancers and one person or artist or you're watching a um you know, like a theatrical work where there are multiple roles or something. Yeah. You know, and you walk away from the show and you're like, oh my goodness, that such and such. Yeah. And I walk away and I'm like, oh my goodness, that such and such. And yep. I'm naming another person, right? Because their energy yep. resonated with me in a way that maybe it didn't resonate with you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you, Yeah. that's what you, you just let it, Yeah. you let that go and you let it, you let it be. And also, you know, wanting to create space for people to be themselves within the work, mm-hmm. um, but you want them to be their very best selves, right? <laughs> what? I'm just keeping yes. it real. No, that's that's, <laughs> that's really um, that's a really good like distinction. Yeah, and and clarifying follow oh, yeah. up. Yeah, like, yeah. I want you to be yourself, but really, what I mean is like. The best version of yourself. The best version of yourself. Yeah. Which, if you think about it, sometimes when you're in someone else's work or even maybe when you were younger and you were doing more of stuff in other people's work, you couldn't always... You're not always given the best. Right. And sometimes deliberately. Like, I have... That's... Uh, <laughs> it's on record. It's Uh-oh. on record now. But no, there are, you know, there are definitely like times where it's like... I'm, I think we talked a bit about this yeah. last time, about the processes we like to be in. Yeah. Like, I... I have absolutely been in processes and like, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not giving you this. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving you this part of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a really good idea, but I'm just going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to hang on to it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I hear that. Yeah. Which is why I always, you know, I really want to work with people who want to work with me. Yes. And who are really interested in the process and doing and being yeah. in it. Like if you don't, want to work with me that I don't understand and you would want to be here and that's and that that tendency of mine of like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give this all to you right now is why I'm not dancing for anybody yeah like I'm very much like oh clearly clearly I am not yeah. have not been doesn't mean to say that like future doesn't change but yeah. I have not been in the space where I have wanted to contribute the best yeah. of me to someone else's process so I won't yeah I won't I won't be in someone else's process I mean that makes complete sense so yeah yeah. Art. I know. <laughs> I know, man. I just, I'm like, oh my. Anyway, I, I love it. I just, I, 
I'm just be, I'm being completely transparent. I have my days where I'm just like, did this life choose me or did mm. I choose this life? And I think it's a little bit of the, a little bit of both. Yeah, I think it's definitely a little bit of both. Um, and I remember. I kind of remember my my own words, which I don't even know if they were mine. They probably fell from the universe. <laughs> but a couple blacklight summits ago, maybe it was last year, and you know, I, I talked about making art, writing songs that no one will hear, and making dances that no one will see. Mm-hmm. And that was in your keynote last that year, was in right? The keynote last year. You got good keynotes. <laughs> Thank Y'all, you. Ronya Lee, Ronya Lee yep. can write a keynote. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Um, and I love when that happens when your own words are ministering or speaking back to you like a yeah. year later. And so I just remember a couple of nights ago, my spirit was like, remember when you said. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, I so did. Um, so I say um, the reason I'm saying that is like it just feels really nice to be an artist in residence somewhere and to kind of feel like you have a little bit of a home, mm-hmm. a resting place. Yeah. But of course we're always thinking about the next thing, right? Yeah. Um, and just being in a place where it's like, I'm gonna make art regardless. Mm-hmm. Like I just know myself, I'm just gonna keep making it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, 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 it, I've clearly proven to myself that I'm happiest when I'm making it. So yeah. maybe I'm gonna keep doing that. I'm gonna keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this can't be funded at this time. Okay, thank you so much. I keep making it. It's not like I'm going to tear up that application, that idea, and throw it away. Like, great, I'll figure out another way to make it. I will. I will adjust. Yes. Yeah. Let's adjust. So, um, um, speaking of Blacklight Summit, so Blacklight was Mm -hmm. just a month ago. Yeah. Um, it was the third Blacklight Summit. You gave a keynote. Mm -hmm. Um, that is, listeners, if you don't know, um, a fabulous. Um, recurring summit commitment um, here in DC. Um, how how did that go for you? Because you're busy. Bu- I mean, you're busy. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you are in a lot of different places doing a lot of big things. Yeah. Uh, so how like how has it been like doing that while being in this process? Sure. Like balancing balancing your com- commitments to all these things that you care about. Yeah. I think, I mean, I'd be lying if I didn't say it wasn't tricky, right? Like, it is tricky. But I think one of the ways that I've made sense of it, two ways, right? So one is not berating the universe for the universe's timing. Mm -hmm. Like, how dare you bless me with a life partner and, you know, You mean to tell me I got married (laughs) while I was artist in residence? I have things to pay attention to. Right, right. Like, (laughs) sorry, universe, you'll have to put that on hold. Yeah. So (laughs) that's one. Um, You know, accepting with gratefulness the blessings as they come and and managing them. But then also, how do they inform each other? Mm -hmm. And I think often... I am invited to, but I play a role in it as well. Uh, invited to compartmentalize myself. So like, oh, you sing over here and you dance mm-hmm. over here and you give keynotes over there and you yeah. <laughs> you're studying this thing over here and all of those things are living in separate worlds. And it's like, well, they're obviously not because they are all <laughs> they're all they're all channeled through this they're being. They're all channeling channeling through this being at the moment. Yeah. So they can't be living in different worlds. Yeah. 
Um, and so, you know, the key. I felt like the keynote went really well, and there is there are ways that I prepared for that that yeah. prepare me for this show that's coming mm. up, right? I mean, and that is that is what I hold on to, and that's what I I value in yeah. the same way that working with my students, you know, in the studio in the classroom, that. Thinking through, moving through, mm -hmm. being through, that informs my work and my process as well. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I can put my finger on it and articulate it really clearly, and other times I cannot. But I do know that all of those things are, are important. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I've been mindful of and paying attention to is really engaging in things that fuel the process that is my becoming. And if it doesn't, Bye. then saying, actually, I can't do that, mm -hmm. right? Actually, no, thanks so much for this raise or this yeah. you know, opportunity to lead this or, but no, that, mm -hmm. actually, that actually isn't gonna feel it, you know? Yeah. So. Uh, growth. Being a little, right, exactly. Being a little selfish, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to give you that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder who said that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Amazing. We do need to close out. Let's close it out. With our recurring segment, mm. which I'm not sure when it's supposed to fall, but it's been a closer three times now. So, I guess it, it is has. the closer. Yeah. Um, recounting what we are wearing so you know now yes. how we were having this conversation adorned i love it um do you want to start or do you want me to start i can start go for it um so mine it's gonna get a lot of context okay <laughs> last night <laughs> yes context we have we have a um recurring get together with friends yes. at a chinese restaurant in bethesda maryland mm -hmm. that every thursday does Tiki Thursday. This is a family-owned Chinese restaurant that um, a group of Tiki fanatics said, we would love to pay for a renovation of your bar if we can turn it into a Tiki bar. Oh, wow. And so they, it's been like 20 years of doing Tiki Thursday. Mm. So we do Tiki Thursday, get very, 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 very drunk. And then um, they sleep over. Oh. And so... I am recovering from yes, that. Yes, that was recovering. That was last night. So the most I had to give in terms of clothing is pajamas. Um, so I am wearing black sweatpants, my Nike sneakers, and I have a hoodie on that my husband designed that has the two of us making out on our anniversary embroidered on it. And I get lots of compliments on this. A very nice hoodie, by the way. Because we look good and what color in this is embroidery. The hoodie? The hoodie is this kind of seafoamy, minty, lovely, lovely, lovely green that I absolutely never would have purchased for myself. Mm. And, and because it was a gift, it's one of those things that like sometimes someone on the outside mm -hmm. sees it yeah. in a way you won't. And I absolutely love it and love the color and never would have done this for myself. No, I love it. Yeah. It's a good green. So that's me. I'm, I'm very casual today. I love it. 
What are you wearing, Ronya Lee Anderson? What am I wearing? <laughs> I like a burst of color today. It's great. And a lot of brand names, which if anyone knows me well, is yeah. like so not me. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like I, I, every brand name I can find, <laughs> I put on today and not by accident, honestly by accident. So anyway, I have on some green, like, I guess you could say like turquoise mm-hmm. Adidas yeah. pants. I love these. It's part of a, a set, but uh, ta-da, I'm not wearing the set. Surprise. I am wearing a like long sleeve turtleneck kind of crop top uh, white champion thing. It's sporty. Shirt. The whole look Very is sporty. sporty. So we got champion. We got Adidas. And then I've got on... Um, I've got on a jacket that is not a brand name. I love it though. It's like a rain jacket. It is neon green it's with like a, a wind, hood. Like it's long like a windbreaker. Windbreaker. Yes, you're doing so much better job than me. So windbreaker. And then I've got on some pumas that have different colors, like the green that's in the jacket, and purple and pink and a little white. That's great. <laughs> it's really great. It's it's like so when when Ronya Lee walked in, it was just a burst of color and like really chic and really oh, I mean none of these words are surprises for you but like it's <laughs> just like sweet. casual sophisticatedness you like walked in your sportswear it was so good <laughs> great look let's add it to the show so there we go <laughs> <laughs> new costume new exactly. costume exactly we'll add it to the show anyway. amazing yeah um thank you all so much this yeah, was airtime from dance place radio signing off Outro music. We're going to get outro music. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to work on it. Yep. Mm -hmm.